0: I'm Eddie Rowley, and you're listening to My Country Life, a podcast that takes you backstage and into the real lives of Ireland's country music, kings and queens. Each podcast in this series features a country star opening up the doors to their past and taking us on their personal journey into the spotlight. Along the way, they reveal their highs and lows, happiness and heartaches, and their struggle to find success. Susan McCann is Ireland's First Lady of Country, And here in part two of her life story, the legendary singer recalls meeting Garth Brooks before he became a superstar and tells how he was then trying to achieve the same chart success in the UK as her own Daniel O'Donnell. The year was 1991 and Susan was performing at a festival in Florida where Garth was also on the bill. Garth was in the changing room right next to us, Susan recalls and we chatted. He wasn't even known in Ireland at the time. He knew Daniel O'Donnell. He said, Do you know that guy Daniel O'Donnell? And sure I knew Daniel very well. He used to call to the house when he was starting up. So I said, Of course I know him. Daniel had three albums in the UK charts at the time. I can't even get one, Guard said. That man has three. He laughed about it. Susan saw one of Guard's earliest shows that night. I thought he was brilliant, she says. I just knew he was a superstar. For this story and many more, Listen now to Susan recalling her remarkable memories. Philomena was saying that uh, Porter Wagner had difficulty understanding her. And he used to say to her, Sing "Sing
1: to me.
0: (laughs) Sing to me. Sing it to me. Yeah, Philomena
1: would talk faster than I would now. Right. You know, again, Tyrone people speak differently than. The South Armagh people do. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, well, your area, wherever you are, you have their, you know, but, um, yeah, but I'll never forget the first day I went into the studio and seeing them all sitting, Loud Green, Hargus, Pig Robinson. You know, my God, it was just yeah, Bobby Dyson, the bass player. They're all dead and gone now. These are
0: all superstars to superstars, you. Superstars,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And there yeah. were superstars. Bobby Dyson was noted to be the... the top American bass player. That's, you know, when we used to read about him in magazines. Yeah. There he was sitting there playing away at the bass. And they were all very down to earth fellas and yeah. just nice people,
0: you know. Yeah. And Porter Wagner was, he was a gentleman. He really was. And the thing about Porter Wagner, right? He, he's the guy who gave Dolly Parton yeah. her big break. Yeah, you know she outgrew him eventually. Yeah, but um, and and the song "I Will Always Love You," she, yeah, she, she wrote she, for she, him. She wrote for him. Yeah, yeah. When they were parting. Yeah. Um. You know, and you there you were. Work, working with him, he
1: recorded him. a duet with me as well, because I sang the the whole song, um, with with the engineer, and he came in to mix the songs, and he sang he sang it he commit, uh, and I went in the next day and there his voice was on it he played it for me uh, you Incredible. know it was very yeah, yeah. as a surprise for me
0: yeah
1: to, to, to have it to say I suppose that yeah. I recorded you at Porto Agony <laughs> yep. I
0: drove a truck These guys, these top-class musicians, they obviously had great respect for the likes of yourself and Philomena.
1: Yeah, well, I suppose they—they they did. They, they they always said how much they enjoyed our singing, you know. Yeah. Um, so I suppose, yeah, they did have respect for us. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. You know, um, and because you know, when you, you know, when I first found out. Like I, I doubted myself that I, I said, I'm not never going to be able to do this. Like, to, what will they think of me over well, there? Yeah, yeah, you know, like I think I just didn't rate myself at all in comparison with what was coming in in Nashville. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But you know
0: what? Yeah. You.
1: I just you, there was as good. I had as good home them. with me as as I did yeah. as I heard out there. You know yeah. what I mean on on track. You
0: know. And you're good storytellers. You're A good storyteller, you know, and it's it, that that's part of the whole well, it is, yeah. Well, isn't
1: it? I, yeah, you, do, you, you know, I when I do concerts, I
0: I spend my time talking to people, but I mean, storytelling them. in song, you know, oh, in it, song, it comes yeah. across as you know, oh, it you, comes you, across you're, as you're, well. Sure, look you're living the, the story in the song,
1: exactly. And yeah. you know, like, you know, whenever I started to sing first, I was I sang mostly Irish folk songs, yeah, um, up until the you know Patsy Klein and tommy Winnett there, there there weren't all that many American singers, but you know known in Ireland when we started like yeah. it was only you know now yeah. every you know they're known there's an awful lot of young ones and all that, but the, mm-hmm. at the time it was only Johnny Cash and Tommy Winnette, Patsy Klein mm-hmm. and Skeeter Davis and leona williams so was there wasn't that many and they they were all the cover versions that we did at the time, you know, and mm-hmm. they were all. They were all very similar to the to the the story of the Irish songs that we had been singing prior to that. Yeah. Because when I started in John Murphy's band, all I did was old time waltzes, really, all the old Irish songs that that for waltzes because they were, you know, caley and old time. Yeah. There were very few quick steps. It was all Irish dances and old time waltzes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I did in the band, but then I introduced a couple of. Teddy Campbell and I were another fellow in the band, Lord of Mercy, and he's gone since. But him and I introduced uh, a bit of country into John Murphy's band, and we loved it, you know. Right. Yeah. So that that was the, because Big Tom was starting that time. And when I was in John Murphy's band, Big Tom was just beginning. Okay. So he was doing, oh, if Big Tom can do the country song, so can we like.
0: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that's how that started. So you had, you had that Big Tom connection all the way through oh, there. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Teddy
1: Campbell as well. God bless Teddy's soul. He was a huge big Tom fan. Yeah. He knew him very well and they used to have parties and all that in one another's houses where they'd play their instruments and yeah.
0: They loved it. Did you meet any of your big American country music idols along the way? Throughout your career. Did you meet oh, I did. Did you meet Johnny Cash and Tommy? No, and, I didn't
1: meet I met I did a show in in Nashville with with the Tommy I did the the I did fanfare.
0: Fanfare uh, was a big after, festival yeah, over there.
1: After I won the Gold Star Award. I went to fanfare and represented Ireland in fanfare as well. The Irish, you know, the Irish country singer at fanfare.
0: Okay. And, and that was a big Tom, festival there in Nashville. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was
1: massive. It uh, was a, it was where all the, all the big stars went to meet their fans. That's why it's called fanfare. Right. So Tammy Wynette was, she was presenting the show the day, the, the particular show I was on. Right. Her and her mother were there, and so she was just the loveliest lady ever.
0: Did she introduce you on stage? Oh yeah,
1: she did. And Tom Jones was there as well. Nice. Right. And um, he didn't run him. off
0: with you. No, no. <laughs> he was. He, he was. Uh, that he was an mas- unusual one for him. But
1: yeah. Well, he was there. Right, well,
0: Maybe it's not there. unusual. <laughs> he was.
1: Yeah. But he was there. He was. Uh huh. He was there. Yeah. Um. Um, who else did I meet there? Well, Hank Lachlan and Porter Wagner, they were all yeah. there th- at the time. But at that show, um, you know, the way I suppose uh, footballers do the same thing, the ground scouting to see what, what good footballers they can see yeah. or up and coming footballers. But there was a group of people there that came from Florida that that uh, were on the committee of the Strawberry Festival in Florida. And they were there and they heard me sing. And they come up to talk to me and said, well, I'd like to do a festival and in, start in, in Plant City. And just chatting, and I thought to myself, like, I know, I heard your type before.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so promises, promises. I, yeah,
1: so I left them my card. And uh, they chatted away. They were nice people. And I left them my card and I said, I'd love to, you know. So about two months later, I I'm in bed. I used to have a phone in the room, um, in the bedroom because at this stage there's no mobiles, and you know because the kids, they, you know, you if the phone went downstairs, I wouldn't have heard it, and you know because you you'd be in bed till one o'clock when you'd be out the night before. So anyway, the the phone was in the room, and in the middle of the night the phone rang, and I thought, God,
0: who's dead? Who's
1: dead? <laughs> you know exactly. Oh
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And I got up, and it was. The Strawberry Festival ringing from Plant City. They didn't know what time of the day or night it was. Sure, but they were they're eighty eight hours behind us. Yeah. So it was the middle of the day for them, and it was the middle of the night for me. Yeah. So they asked me. They, I said I'd ring them the next day because it wasn't whatever in any fit state to talk to them, but rang the next day, and then I was asked to go out right there, and that I did that five or six times. And and on that festival, um I met I, I did the shows during the day. I did three shows: one at half ten, one at half one, and one at half five in the evening.
0: Wow! Uh, yeah, half every ten day. one was a bit early. <laughs> uh,
1: I know. Oh my god! Tell me about it. But there, there was this. It was a, two, a two-week festival. It was like a. It was more like an agricultural show, but they introduced country music into it as well. Right. You know. Yeah. But like, you, there used to be like eighty to a hundred thousand people a day. Pass through the ground bit like
0: the National Ploughing Championship exactly yeah. that's
1: exactly what it was like
0: yeah
1: and um, they'd have a they'd have a big star on a big American name on every night well Gareth Brooks he was in the change room right next to us and we chatted we had he wasn't even known in Ireland at the time what year was this this was 1990 19 early 90s yeah Maybe late eighties, early nineties, and he 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 knew of Daniel O'Donnell. Um, he had been to England. He had he had released a record in England. He had been over to England to do a promotion on his album. And,
0: and of course, Daniel had had, Daniel had had recorded with Alan Reynolds. Prom, gar, I do gar, Yeah. Well, he knew,
1: but he said, "Do you know that guy that Daniel O'Donnell nice and did do?" And you sort of knew Daniel very well. Which Dan used to call to the house and all when when he was starting up when he would been Daniel was a huge years. fan
0: of Mine. yours
1: he was yeah. I know that yeah. and still I would be a huge fan you know yeah. we're still great friends as you know but um, I said of course I you know him you know and he said that guy I think Daniel had like three albums in the charts at the time and I, whatever amount it was I knew he said I can't even get one he said <laughs> that man is three or whatever it was at the time and and he, he laughed about it you know but um
0: i think I he might have, i think he might have got a few in the charts since then. oh he did oh i think so yeah but at that time he wasn't he yes. really wasn't yeah worthy. he was trying to break through yeah, yeah. but i remember
1: oh, i thought he was great i he was on at half so se- i didn't see the half four show that he did but i seen the half seven one i thought he was just brilliant you know and god i just knew rightly he was a he was a superstar, but he was in America. Like he was, made, he had his name well and truly made over there at okay, that stage. Yeah, and then George Jones, he was on one of the nights, and, um, Billy Ray Cyrus,
0: yeah, and Icky Breaky Heart,
1: yeah, he was on it.
0: Miley, um, Miley's father,
1: that's right. Yeah, and there there was so many George Jones. We loved him, and Meryl Haggard was on and. Oh, they were just all the yeah. big names we seen them all you know died had my band with me and and uh, <laughs> we were rehearsing one of the days when 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 uh, I think it was I think it was Billy Ray Cyrus's band they were all great musicians and they were standing outside the side and we were doing a sound check um, and they were setting up their gear for the, that evening but we were doing a sound check in the morning and the desk was way back in, in the middle of the, 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 the huge big stadium and someone said when you do a sound check guys you know so Jerome McBride Jerome was then with me for playing bass he now plays deck and Ernie Jerome would be a nephew of Big Toms okay and so Jerome wasn't so Jerome Dennis said you know sing a song there Jerome and <laughs> he sang the West, he said the Westmead Bachelor we never did the Westmead Bachelor in our lives <laughs> on the stage but Jerome did it for the crack, you know. The West made bachelor boys in whatever key it was in, and so the boys started playing. They hadn't a clue what they were playing. They, they were playing one was one note and some of it was in something else, but they were doing it for a joke. But the, the boys were standing at the side of the stage, and you could see them. What's this all about? <laughs> and they you know, this going, is going to be a disaster. Yeah, no, but they come off the stage, and, and some of the, the boys said, "How are you doing?" You know, and he said, "Oh, we're fine." Hey, you guys are different. <laughs> 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 the way, hey, you guys are different. Isn't <laughs> it? We, the certainly were it was so funny, you know. I think that's why Jerome did it, just because he knew that he threw it at the boys. So the boys didn't know just the key of whatever, and they yes. started to play it. You know, oh, it was. The, I'll never forget that. It was funny. You guys are different. They were different.
0: <laughs> you met George Bush uh, at that festival he as well. A, yeah, yeah. The, the
1: first festival the, I met the, George Bush Senior, and then a few years later, his son was the time that. The time, President Clinton was the president at the time. Okay. Uh, he was after, Feeding and I got, he was after doing, well, we, we knew so much about him because of the troubles in the North and yeah. because of his um, involvement yeah. in getting everything sorted out in the North. Well, mm. sort of sorted out. But, um, so I was talking to him and I, I asked him, I told him, I said, you'll remember us whenever you get in. Because uh, like like in fairness, Bill Clinton was very involved in in settling things up north at the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, um, but he, I spoke to him too. Yeah.
0: So B- I've seen the two of them. Bill Clinton.
1: No, no, Bill oh. Clinton was president, but yes. I reminded yeah. president, the young president, President oh, yeah, Bush yeah. Jr. Yeah. yeah. To keep, to keep us in mind when, when he got right. in. To keep, <laughs> you know what I mean? To keep, because we were so, we lived through the troubles and we were so glad to, that yeah. when the troubles ended, you know, that we, it was great.
0: Yeah, and did you have experience coming, growing up where you grew up, and then rearing children? Where you know, uh, did you have experience of the troubles? Uh,
1: no, the never. Re- well, we were, you know, the troubles were the troubles. They were bombing yeah. and blowing up and all that sort of stuff. But you just got on with life. We didn't, you know. We used to, when we were playing down south in South and Killarney, all that said, you know, where are you staying tonight? We'd say we're going home. You're going home. You're crossing the border now. You know that yeah. people looked at it very different than we we lived it. We lived it. So it's normal a life.
0: Yeah. But
1: now, when I say normal mm. life, um, the, like, it was hard. I would never let my kids go down Brenton.
0: Your son, Brenton. My son, Brenton. Yeah.
1: I'd never let him down the town uh, when he was growing up because I was always scared. You know, the British Army were always there, and I was always scared of him getting into with a crowd of boys, and you know when the when a crowd of boys get together, maybe start shouting things and all that.
0: Suddenly so, they're in trouble.
1: They're in trouble straight yeah. away. So yeah. for that reason, um, Brendan was never allowed. He never forgave me for it either. But he'd <laughs> <laughs> he say that to me now, you know. But yeah. but you, I just didn't. You know, yeah. we just we, we tried to keep. We just tried to keep as normal a life, and the kids live as normal a life as they could. You know.
0: Did you say but, one time that with Brendan, you know, frisk one time by the soldiers.
1: No, no, I we we were
0: stopped um
1: coming from home and the army Brenton was only a baby in the carrycot. Okay. Yeah. And they took they took the carry cut out and they're sitting on the on the frosty night. Really? And they've sitting on the side of the road. The little baby. Yeah. Yeah. I said, No, you don't do that. Yeah. I get very annoyed.
0: I mean, that's, it's bizarre that's to think yeah. about it now. And, you know, I grew up in the in, in the Midlands and that's all totally alien <laughs> yeah. to me. We knew nothing about all no. of that down, no. down here. But, but, the but You actually Brann- lived it. Oh, yeah.
1: But Breton would have, as I say, the young fellas, they were, when they'd be down there, a g- gang of them, they, you know, mm. putting in the wall and they'd be, you know, and their legs kicked out them, you know. Yeah, so he was, was, yeah. That's the way, well.
0: Does he remember it?
1: Oh he would he would be, yeah. like, be. he would have been he would have been an age at that time that I couldn't stop him going down the town Teenager been, uh, Yeah you yeah. know, he would have been 17, 18
0: yeah. but, So I mean to no. be stopped like that and checked and...
1: But he never uh, we, n- we never had any bother really Right we, You know yeah. thank God we just yeah. we never ever had any bother we just when I was living up at home just before I the internment started on the 9th of August the year I got married and at that time it was quite bad in where I lived. You know, mm. the army would be laying down our lane at night. and The dogs would be barking all the time because the army would be outside in the fields and outside your window and all that. You know what I mean? Probably, I I don't know whether they were looking for information or what, but they'd be laying. Many a time we would come home from the dances and the army would be laying in our laneway and guys lying in your laneway. Oh, yeah, well, yeah,
0: yeah. In a very rural part.
1: Oh, it's rural. You know, there was a... Like, at that time, you, you could count the houses on our road at that time. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of new yeah. houses on it now. There's a lot of big houses built up. In fact, it's really a built-up area, the road that I was riding on now. There's some beautiful houses on it. Yeah. But um, at that time, there was no... You know, just... They were up... They were on the road all the time. And it was the it was the border road, so... Mm. That was the roads. They were the roads that beyond the roads at the border okay. would be on. You, you know, li-
0: you lived on the border. I lived just,
1: <laughs> I lived a ten minute walk from the border. Right in the yeah. north. Yeah. So then, yeah. then you know, that's that's probably why they were they were in that on our road so often and yeah. around South Armagh. You know, as you say, bandit country. That was that was the name we had at the time. But like, yeah, it wasn't fair because we we weren't all bad people. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
1: but everybody because of, well, there was awful things, it was awful, you know, it was, it was, it was just, it wasn't nice all the way down when we were living, when we were young people, you know, like I remember being able to walk the roads at night, you know, no bother, like when I was a young girl, me and my sister Caramel, God rest her, she died at a very young age, but we used to we used to go visit a friend like three miles away from us and we'd walk home after we'd at night we'd sit and having the crack and you'd leave maybe at eleven o'clock and you'd walk home in the dark and you wouldn't be a bit afraid or anything. It all changed when the trouble started. Yeah. You know, our lovely peaceful countryside changed. Changed
0: greatly. Crawling with soldiers. Mm.
1: Yeah. I just would not I just would not want to go back to see that again I just wouldn't want that you know it was because we we knew the two sides we knew what it was like to live in the very peaceful nice country area and then we knew what it was like when the army came in and all the hell broke loose you know and it would be the same now for young people if it happened again which I hope to God it never does if it happened again, it'd be the same because they know the relatively peaceful time now. That's right. And you know, I dread to think of my grandkids going to university in Belfast that it'd have to be searched. And when you were shopping in Belfast years ago, you'd have to be show your hand by going through going through security and be f- whatever frisking in through.
0: Yeah, on, you know, on the street?
1: Oh yeah, into yeah. you know, shops and all which you could understand them doing it in case mm-hmm. there'd be a, a bomb, bomb in your bag or yeah. something, you yeah. know. Yeah. But there were terrible times, yeah.
0: you know. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully. At, hopefully.
1: Thank God. And there were terrible times, that we had a lot of fun as well, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like the band, we used to travel. <laughs> the, the There used to be an area, and it was called the Mordor Triangle, it was called. It was like, I can't really remember now. There's sort of armand and Tyrone and Monaghan all, I am I'm not exactly sure about that but but that's the but we used to travel the roads and the boys in the band would be talking about this you know and like you'd be stopped
0: that that you were in the murder triangle
1: ah that you, you know there was this was, this is what this place was called right. there were so many young people people killed. shot and killed and sure you know some of the things that happened was just
0: yeah. outrageous. The, the Miami massacre then that, like that was horrendous wasn't it
1: that was yeah. just Unreal, yeah. And then the Reavies and Magello hair and all the oh god, it was awful. Mm. It was you know it'd be awful to have to go through that again. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But as I say, we used to be in the back. I was being in the back of the van with the boys and the, should the crack would be great. And the boys would be having a few beers and many the time we'd be stopped by the army um, coming home. But what are you lot doing in there? That's- <laughs> 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 oh no I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't repeat what some of the some of the boys it's say, but anyway
0: <laughs> we used to have a lot of fun and the travelling it was tough in those days you, you didn't have the motorways you have, you no. have now you were travelling up and down the country from Belfast to, right. to Cork and everywhere yeah, in between from,
1: you could play
0: in Donegal the night and
1: be in Killarney tomorrow night. you know but, but again we did it and we just it was part of it's what we did. Yeah. We didn't know anything else, but like to go to go to like I remember going driving from Newry to Waterville. Now that was just such wow. a journey. Yeah. That would take about seven hours, yeah, because you went through every town and village in Ireland,
0: yeah. Do you know when there you're were no down, bypasses?
1: No bypasses, absolutely yeah. not,
0: yeah.
1: But now, like, you know, you can go, like, we can, I can get on the motorway, I'm literally like. I'm literally five minutes from the motorway. And I can get in the motorway and drive to Limerick. I, come on, I, I can drive as far as Adair on motorway. You know, so, yeah. you know, I remember, like, so that, when we were going, when we were doing the doing our thing, doing our thing, like, it was crazy. You know, from Dublin, from Newry into Dundalk, into... Doneley, into oh my god, into Drogheda.
0: Into, Driving through all the towns, every time, and then yeah. I see seeing
1: a Friday evening, you know, you'd be people coming home from work and going home for weekends and all that, yeah. oh, and then when there'd be an all Ireland football match on or a football match on in Croke Park on a Sunday, she wouldn't get through Dublin. It'd just be a nightmare.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, but yeah.
0: it's great now. And your your children you had home help obviously because the two of I you were girl, on, on the yeah, road. Yeah, the two
1: of Yeah, I had mommy and daddy looked after them for the first couple of years, and then I had a girl lived in Philomena, Philomena Murphy, and Philomena's still she's married now, and um, Philomena has no kids of her own, but. She, she just she adopted she stood, your kids she did adopt my kids and in fact she stood for my youngest grandchild oh uh, very good Tom he's eight now yeah. but she's his godmother and the kids still look on to Philomena as
0: the sister of mother uh,
1: yeah, yeah they do they yeah. really do yeah. she lives just up the road to me
0: yeah so
1: she did after she left me she did a beauty course and she's her own she's her own salon now at her home so she, she keeps us all looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Farewell, my green valley. God keep you the
0: same. If in only my mind you will be. I'm
1: saying dark water to far America.
0: Nevermore. And it was normal life to your children, so I presume yeah, they they didn't uh, no. notice anything unusual about no, the fact at that mum and dad were away.
1: No, they they used to complain sometimes on the Sunday when they went to school in the Monday, and the, their friends would be out for a drive on the Sunday with their mummy and daddy. Yeah, and of course you'd be asked, "Why can't why can't we go out, mummy?" You know, I'd say, "Well, we this is what mummy does." And daddy does
0: plenty of driving to,
1: keep, <laughs> to, to you know. Yeah. I'd say to them, and what is your what is your friend's daddy work at? You know? Yeah. And what is his mommy work at? I'd say.
0: Yeah.
1: And to both both of them. And of course they'd know because they'd know who they were talking about. Yeah. And I'd say, Well, there you go. That's their work. So
0: yeah.
1: Our work is what we do. So yeah. th- so they never sometimes I used to think because I would be away so much when I'd be recording in Nashville and promoting records and all that. I I'd be away a lot in Dennisville. I used to think They'll think that they're an awful bad mummy. <laughs> but it's not certainly it's not like that. We've we have a great relationship with our kids. Yeah. Our son's gonna be fifty now on the eighth of February. And we're looking forward to that. We're gonna have big celebrations for him.
0: Great. Yeah. And yeah. So So the, you have no do you, you no regrets then about, you know, having to make those sacrifices?
1: No. Yeah. No, because uh, you know, I, I, we just it was so a we're, living and we just yeah, we 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 chose. That's the as our friend would say to me when I'd be complaining now about about traveling. I "Oh God, was such such a place tonight." He'd say, "Mom, the profession you chose." He'd say to me, just, <laughs> "He makes it, he makes the it profession it, you, you know. chose." Yeah. yeah, but you know it was. He's right. It was the yeah. profession we chose, and the two of us did it, and yeah. that was it. And we were the like, Philomena was great with the kids, and she was it was she lived and she lived in with us for like fifteen years. So she was part of the family so yeah. it was just kids didn't pass a bit of remarks of us going away really yeah and then during the holiday time they'd come with us and um and then we'd always go on a family holiday every year um for two weeks so that was great for them too that we could afford to do that you know yeah and yeah it was it, no I don't have any regrets but now I um when I say when I see my grandkids there's you know, growing up, there's there's times and they say, God, I don't remember everyone's doing that. But then I wasn't there to remember. You know, that's you know, when you compare my kids growing up with my grandkids. Yeah. I know so much of my grandkids that I either forgotten or didn't see you know that way
0: yeah did you say that you missed out a lot on, because you missed out a lot on your your own rearing your yeah. own children and being in their lives you were determined that you oh, were going very, to experience I wasn't going to experience your, that with,
1: with my grandkids grandchildren. no no
0: you're five is it
1: five yeah Yeah. and no and, and I just I I made a
0: conscious decision I made a conscious
1: decision about that when Sinead was born yeah Um. that because I I would babysit when the mummy and daddy were working out and I was always there. And I mean, I, but Linda's wee fella, he's, he goes, he comes in from school. We'd have him every day. And, you know, you can't do that if you're away, you know? And then I just, I just loved them growing up. I loved it. You know, We lots of fun with them. And so they're all grown up now. My, my eldest girl, she's 17 she just passed her driving test. She left me to the to the train this morning, and she sings with me. And Linda's girl, she's up, she's she's grade five in her classical singing, and the, you know the just the, from seventeen to eight they are now. So they're no babies anymore. No, they just grew up so quick.
0: Yeah, and
1: my own did as well. But as I say, I wasn't there to see them grow up. I was always away and I've forgotten a whole lot of stuff about them but yeah. I definitely sing with my grandkids I yeah. enjoyed I enjoyed my grandkids growing up
0: and you have a particularly lovely relationship with Sinead I
1: have yeah yeah
0: and, and you sing sing she together sing, yeah, she's, 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 she sounds like um, she sounds like you she does if you close your yeah she yeah. does she does yeah. Um, but
1: that's but you know family harmony you couldn't beat family harmony yeah. it's just you know she knows she phrases exactly as I phrase and she doesn't have to she doesn't have to go in and listen to my when I going to record she doesn't really have to listen to that much she knows because she she sings exactly like me you know yeah. and it's a natural thing it's not it's a it's she has it you know what I mean and she just we've recorded like I'm sure two or three songs together but she's done harmony a lot and I had her with me on the on the tour that I did before Christmas and People just love her. They really do.
0: <laughs> you released singles, or a single.
1: Yeah, we released, um, there was, it was a Judd's song called Grandpa, and I changed it to Grandma. Right. So she she sings most of it. She sings to her granny. Yes. And it's, it goes down very well on stage, you know. Yeah. I promise really something people can Not just something they would say And then forget And then uh, she, uh, Laura, uh, Linda's girl, she's 14. And so she said to me one day, Connie, I'd love to sing with you on stage. And I said, well, sure. Come on, sing. And Laura would be a very quiet child. She wouldn't be like, Sinead would have a tongue for 10 row teeth. You know, she's <laughs> she's just, a, she never stops. She never shuts her mouth. <laughs> but, but a great girl, a great personality. And yeah. but Laura would be very quiet and shy. And when she said that to me, I said, Laura right, I'd love you to come on the stage and sing with me and she says okay granny so we were doing a show in the Inthus in Castle Blaney just a few weeks before Christmas and she, I said you know will you, will you come on with me she, our mum and dad were coming to it and I said will you come on is how well she said and she came on and she sang um, the old man on the porch I recorded you know it's a bit she thinks it's about our that, you know and so well it could be you know yeah. But because um, they're all in it in the video, they were all younger. I recorded it about six or seven years ago. Uh, yeah, in fact, Tom was only a tiny baby, so I recorded eight years ago. And she loves the song, and so she said she once well, she came out and she sang it. And what a singer! My God, she's trained, right, and yeah. she came out. I couldn't believe it. And her mom and dad, I said, "Did you get it? Did you video when we were just in awe, oh, mummy?" I forgot all about video. Linda yeah. said she just just
0: fantastic beautiful
1: yeah. yeah so she wants to come on now and do so her and I are going to the studio very soon to record a couple of ABBA songs her and I went to see the ABBA you know the this new ABBA
0: oh yeah the new the,
1: oh my god and long, did you see it Eddie? no I haven't seen it well you should go and see yeah. it it's out of this world right. we've seen it in August time she's a real ABBA fan since you'd swear you were looking at ABBA I couldn't believe it yeah you just swear they were in front of you on the stage.
0: Yeah. It's
1: amazing what they can do. In their
0: se- back in, as they were in the 70s. Oh
1: yeah, from remember I used to do, when I had the group, the Fairy Lounge, I used to do all the ABBA songs. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can't go wrong.
1: No. Yeah. Great. But yeah. they were there, oh, such an experience. It was just, you know, it was... And like, Sinead, or Laura, was young. Her and I went to London for the weekend. We went to see The Lion King and, and then went to ABBA. And she, she you know... I thought like, you know, Laura's not really going to enjoy this. She's going to, you know, when she, but did she enjoy it? And I'd say she was the youngest there. <laughs> we were standing in the queue waiting to get in. There was boys and sticks and everything. <laughs> 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 waiting to get in to see Abba, you know. Yeah. And the, But Laura, there, Laura was, we were t- she was doing her thing in the, all the world, out of this world, out yeah. of this world. Yeah. They were.
0: So, it's, it's lovely that you have that relationship now with yeah. your with your grandchildren. Yeah, it was great. Her and, yeah. and I were
1: in, we were in London for the weekend. Yeah. Just the two of us. Yeah. We had a great time. And really the fact
0: good. that the girls are singing with you. Yeah. Singing on stage. Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So there's a, there's a, then the, Emma, she's, she plays the harp and um, she can sing but she doesn't really have any interest in singing, you know. Yeah. But she, she, she comes on at the stage and when, when when I do shows and they're all there, they all come on with me at the end of the night and they do just do bop around, you know. Right. But they love it, you know, yeah. and I love having them on stage. Yeah. And then Josh, he he's a bit he's a bit quiet of himself, so he goes out and sells the merchandise out. <laughs> he he he's all the money sorted out and he takes his commission off before he gives it to me.
0: <laughs> what age is he? <laughs> Josh is 16. Right. Yeah. And then Tom. <laughs> he's the dentist, he's the business guy. Oh, man. he's the
1: business I. Yeah. he is. He, and then Tom's eight, so the night he was in, he was in um, Blaney. I took him on the stage, and he had a wee, a wee muppet of a thing, wee puppet thing on strings, and he took it, and he can do it very well. So I took him up on the stage, and he did it on the stage. He took the uproar; the place went. <laughs> only eight years of age, he's a wee imp. That's what he is.
0: And yourself and Sinead got to perform on the Late Late Show as well. We did, yeah, yeah. we
1: did, yeah. That, that was. Got long was she was mm. only about maybe fourteen at the tw- 13, 14 at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um yeah, she, yeah it was great. Uh, you it's know so lovely say, to have Oh yeah. I said that to her. I said, What a start. I said the late, late show. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And she was she she loved it. She yeah. did you know, and, yeah. and Ryan was very nice to her and you know, it was lovely for her.
0: Yeah. Well, you've been blessed with a great career and a lovely family life. Thank
1: God, thank yeah. God, Eddie, indeed. Yeah, and
0: you're still with Dennis.
1: I'm still with Dennis. Actually, <laughs> there's no point in chasing him now at this stage of the game. <laughs> you, you,
0: you 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 were lucky. You met a good guy in life, good uh, partner in life. We
1: met when we were sixteen. Yeah, yeah. he was he was. I, I, I probably never would have been. You know, things wouldn't have went like they did only for Dennis. Like he he kept the whole thing together, you know, business-wise. Yeah. He kept it together. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be, I wouldn't really have a business head. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm good at chatting and talking and meeting people, but I wouldn't be...
0: Well, musicians he, and singers are not usually great on the, on, on, on the business no, side of it. No, no. The creative mind is, and the business mind generally... Generally are, are different,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But different. Dennis, he, he will, he, he loves the music all right, but he, yeah. he wouldn't, he, um, he's a great, he's very... I don't know how you describe Dennis. He's very quiet for starters, yeah. And but he's he's very meticulous. Everything has to be right for Dennis. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: He, he, when he do, when he starts to do something, he not he not finish until it's right. You A know? Total pro. Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. know,
0: and you're still singing, still performing, still yeah. still enjoying it. I'm still
1: still enjoying. Yeah. It. Ach, I wouldn't be doing what I was doing. You know, yeah. in, I mean, I don't have no plans. I'm not. I'm I'm at the minute I'm I'm working doing a, a tour with Derek Ryan. Yeah. And I did the first night with him there in, on Friday night on in in a skill and it was great. I'd never seen the lad perform before. I
0: he's brilliant, as well. Yeah. It? He yeah. just I couldn't believe it. And a great songwriter. It.
1: And a great songwriter. And a lovely young fella. A really nice yeah. lad. And um And it's yeah. a lovely
0: it's been a great scene. It's been, it's a it's a lovely uh, scene as well. Great great young artists in it. These, it's these, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And funny, uh, you know, young, young entertainers and there's a young fella that he did my tour there recently, um, Brian Buckley. He's only 21 and he has so much interest in country music. So he promotes shows and God almighty, the first time I met him, I couldn't believe it. I, I thought he was maybe a man about 50 or 60 when he was running these gigs in the brew brew and all the theatres around the country, when I seen him, I said, I looked at him, I said, my God, I thought you were about 50, you know, <laughs> yeah. but a great young fellow and great interest in it and yeah. it's lovely to see young people getting involved and, the, you know, when there's young people interested in running country gigs and doing all that, yeah. that's great for the business. Yeah. You know, it's great to,
0: because
1: yeah. they'll continue on to try and keep it
0: there, keep it, yeah, keep it alive, yeah. you know. And Long, may you, continue in, in in country. Are you going to do that?
1: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll sing. It's, you know, I, w- I wouldn't be working like every
0: no every it, weekend. It, it, the, like, it, it, but it, it, I do
1: plan at the end of the year, I'm planning again with Brian Buckley and plan to do a concert tour, you know. And I'm enjoying doing the work with Derek Ryan. I go on to do the first half, or the, take part in the first half of his show. Yeah. And it's lovely to see... It's just, it's just lovely to see the way young people are reacting. To yeah.
0: I'm sure,
1: they're saying to themselves, "You're yeah, a woman on the stage. What age would she be?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, you look you're, you look great, and and well, thank you, you have that enthusiasm in your in your face that you know okay, I, enjoy. I see it with, with everyone in, in in country music.
1: Yeah,
0: they just love it. We enjoy life, and that's yeah. you know it's you
1: know. Some, you know, we're just, we're very normal people, but we're a bit mad too. because yeah. you'd have to be, <laughs> in, to keep, you know, to keep up with, to keep up with everything, you know, you yeah. you ha- I think, that, I think artists, that there that have a certain stamina, that, that, uh, that the, the ordinary, you know, it's, yeah, uh, people say, how do you keep going? Like i mean, Philomena Bengley, I don't know how she keeps going. Yeah. She is just unreal. You know, I just say, every time I see her, I say it to her, but we just, I think it was the. It was just the way we were brought up and the way we we lived our lives. We did it. You just got up and you went and and you still do the same. Only the legs don't do as much as they used to be able to do. That's the only difference now. But yeah. But yeah. But I would hate to think that I I couldn't sing anymore. I wouldn't. But I I wouldn't want to be going out every weekend or the like of that. You know, I wouldn't want to be doing what I used to do. Yeah. But I really enjoy what I do
0: it's 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 lovely because you're in that position where it's really a hobby probably to yeah, you now it's
1: lovely yeah you know because you know dennis and i were we're on the we're pension age and we're on the pension and mm-hmm. we're looking to downsize our home because it's too big for us and um that's just just looking for an easy life now to be honest with you Eddie, you know yeah, so yeah. and to do a wee bit of singing, you know
0: yeah yeah no, and you enjoy good health
1: Thank God, yeah. yeah. Th- that's very important. Yeah, the most important uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, both of us... Well, Dennis has a few heart problems, but th- there's so much they can do for that nowadays. That I just say to him, <laughs> I'm going to get a switch on and I can turn him on and off. <laughs> <laughs> he has a monitor and I'm like a... No, a defibrillator. Oh, yeah. And to keep his heart, he's an irregular heartbeat okay. or something. Yeah. And so he has stints and a, a defibrillator in, but he's grand. Yeah. You know, he can, he goes running and everything. He's, he's, yeah. He's, he's going to be 75 now in September. So he's good. He's, yeah. You know, absolutely. you're able to run and do your thing at 74, 75. That's good in my yeah. books.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, long may we have the the first lady of country in our world.
1: (laughs) Can I just say thank you very much for doing that? I mean, the podcasts are something that I I spoke to you a few weeks ago. I never didn't even know how to get a podcast, but I know now. And thank you so much for having me. It was lovely.
0: Well, um, I'm sure I can speak on behalf of all the people who have enjoyed your music down through the years to say you know, thank you for yeah. all the for enjoyment you've given people.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, but again, you know, as Brian Call used to say, it takes people like you to make people like me. You know, you, yeah. you you look after us all in the Sunday world and that's very important too. We we can't take all the credit for what we did really because like, yeah. you need the you need the journalists and you need the airplay and you need... so. You play a big part in that
0: too, Eddie. We're all in this together. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We definitely yeah. are. Yeah, we definitely. Absolute are. pleasure, Susan. Oh
1: yeah, you okay. too, Eddie. Thank you so much. Cheers.
0: This has been My Country Life, a Sunday World podcast. This episode was produced by Ian Malini, and the theme music is "Rose Gold Renegades" by Jesse Frisell. If you enjoy this episode, do consider sharing it with a friend or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, I'm Eddie Rowley and this is My Country Life.